This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. And here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. This should be a pathway to allow them to... Um, housing. New York City's mayor expressing frustration over thousands of migrants being bused to New York City from Texas. Yeshiva University in New York City required to recognize an LGBTQ student club at least temporarily after the U.S. Supreme Court Wednesday denied the university's request to intervene in the case. It's under appeal in New York. Supply chain disruptions for freight and passenger rail threaten nationwide as rail unions threaten to strike Friday over failed contract negotiations led by a presidential emergency board. Ukraine's president on hand as the country's flag is raised in the recaptured capital of Izium. Hours later, President Zelensky involved in a car crash. A top intelligence analyst for the Capitol Police blasts the agency for ignoring clear intelligence warnings that right-wing rioters plan to storm the Capitol. New York City's mayor, Eric Adams, said Wednesday that the city is at a breaking point. It's due to thousands of migrants arriving by bus from Texas in recent weeks. What is taking place in Texas right now with uh, Governor Abbott is despicable. It is anti to everything we are as an American. I'm sure if he was to trace back his lineage, he'll see that he came from somewhere. And I think that it's imperative during crisis, you coordinate. He did not pick up the phone. He did not coordinate. Texas Governor Abbott has been busing migrants, New York City, Washington, D.C., and Chicago. It's an effort to offer border towns relief and raise awareness about the open border policy under the Biden administration. This open border policy has led to more than 2 million migrant encounters at the southern border so far this fiscal year, a new record high. The U.S. Supreme Court Wednesday said that an Orthodox Jewish university in New York is required for now at least to officially recognize the LGBTQ Pride Alliance student group. The decision marks a rare legal defeat for religious rights. In a 5-4 vote, justices rejected an emergency request made by Yeshiva University that recognizing the group will be contrary to its religious beliefs. Judge Richard Weinberg spoke about the decision on Cats at Night, hosted by 77 WABC owner and operator John Katsimatidis. It's a problem, and it could be a far-reaching precedent. But again, it becomes very, very important to see what the uh, the courts in, uh, in the state of New York do now that it's going back to the state courts. The high court left open reconsideration of the case if the university's appeal to New York State has rejected the case is being appealed in lower courts and could still be reversed or returned to the U.S. Supreme Court. Well, the economy will suffer another big blow due to major supply line disruptions if railroad unions strike nationwide Friday. As all these supply chains will be disrupted, four of eight railroad unions are holding out for a better contract deal. 
as the presidential emergency board appointed by President Biden negotiates this. One of four unions holding out on a proposed contract agreement is the International Association of Machinists and Aerospace Workers. They agreed, though, to delay their strike until September 29th at midnight to give other holdout unions more time. Consultant Burke Flickinger spoke about it on Cats at Night. Inflation leads to recession equals uh, the stock market crashing and the bond market crashing as affects the unionized rail workers. Their underfunded pension plans have to, uh, in both stocks and bonds have to be uh uh, fully refunded uh, to get back into the green zone on those plans by their employers. The Association of American Railroads estimates the strike could have a $2 billion per day impact on the U.S. economy. Hand on heart, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky watched his country's flag rise Wednesday above the recaptured city of Izium in the region of Buka. The recapture of the region's capital highlights Moscow's embarrassing retreat from a Ukrainian counteroffensive. Here's former CIA director David Petraeus, who spoke about this on Cats at Night. I think what is significant about this uh, is that it is the culmination of an enormous effort by Ukraine uh, that they're not only prevailing on the battlefield. Prior to that, they prevailed in what might be determined, uh, termed the force generation battle. President Zelensky also involved in a car accident early Thursday morning in Kiev, but suffered no serious injuries, according to his press secretary. Internal criticism for the U.S. Capitol Police for failing to stop the January 6th riot in 2021, three days after the January 6th breach. One of the Capitol Police's top intelligence analysts sent a scathing email to supervisors It blew the whistle on what he said was a failure to heed clear intelligence warnings that right-wing rioters planned to storm the Capitol. Analyst Eric Hoare wrote that January 9th email. Investigative journalist John Solomon spoke about the exclusive report on the Rita Cosby show. Across the board, when you talk to officers, I've interviewed many of them in the police department the last three months. Um, they all say to a T, January 6th was completely preventable as a security episode. We simply didn't put a plan together to address the threat we knew was emerging. Or wrote he feared political considerations had overtaken security needs in the lead-up to the riot. Two dozen Republicans are pressing the Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer of New York to bring the fiscal 2023 National Defense Authorization Act, is basically the defense budget, to the Senate floor for a vote before the September work period closes out. Here's Texas Senator John Cornyn, who spoke earlier this week. If Congress fails to pass an appropriations bill, the government will literally shut down and millions of government workers will be left without a paycheck. And the American people will will be left without the services that those government employees would otherwise provide. The House passed its version of the bill on July 14th, and in their letter, Republicans touted the bill for providing service members with a 4.6% pay raise and for strengthening the U.S. forces in cybersecurity space and the Indo-Pacific, as well as personnel management. President Joe Biden touting electric vehicles at the Detroit Auto Show Wednesday. He showcased his administration's efforts to promote electric vehicles as he announced $900 million to build roughly 500,000 charging stations in some 35 states. 
Biden highlighted the new climate tax and health care law that offers tax incentives for buying electric vehicles. Now we're choosing to build a better America. An America that's confronting the climate crisis with America's workers leading the way. We're rebuilding an economy, a clean energy economy, and we're doing it from the bottom up and the middle out. I'm so tired of trickle down, I can't stand it. Biden has been taking credit for the recent boom in electric vehicle battery and assembly plan announcements, although most were in the works long before the Inflation Reduction Act was signed into law on August 16th. Biden's 2021 infrastructure legislation provides $5 billion over five years to help states create a network of electric vehicle charging stations. When Rudy Giuliani shared that intel from Ukraine, or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain, they're laundering disinfo and we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet voice or vote. Oh, Nina Jankowitz there singing Mary Poppins. And uh, just like Nina Jankowitz and the Disinformation Governance Board now defunct, now California Governor Gavin Newsom has signed into law a social media transparency measure. Newsom claims it will protect residents from things like hate and disinformation posts spread throughout social media platforms. This bill, AB 587, will require social media companies to publicly post their policies regarding hate speech, disinformation, harassment, and extremism on their platforms and also report data on their enforcement of those policies. The newly signed bill will also require platforms to file semi-annual reports to their state's attorney general's offices that will disclose their policies on hate speech, extremism, and disinformation. Also last week, the state's legislature in California passed the California Age Appropriate Design Code Act. Now, that requires social media companies to consider the physical and mental health of minors who use their platforms. Baltimore prosecutors have asked a judge to toss the murder conviction of Adnan Syed, the subject of a popular crime podcast that raised some serious doubts about his murder conviction. Syed was found guilty of killing his ex-girlfriend, Hey Min Lee, back in 1999 after she was found strangled to death and he all along has maintained his innocence. As a matter of fact, his case grabbed national attention after it was chronicled in the first season of the award-winning audio series Serial in 2014. Here's a clip from that podcast. On paper, the case was like a Shakespearean mashup. Young lovers from different worlds thwarting their families, secret assignations, Jealousy, suspicion, and honor besmirched. The villain, not a Moor exactly, but a Muslim all the same. And a final act of murderous revenge. In the main stage, a regular old high school across the street from a 7-Eleven. On Wednesday, the state attorney for Baltimore filed a motion following a year-long investigation in conjunction with the defense that found new evidence that included two alternative suspects who may have killed Lee separately or together, according to the filing, which was obtained by the Wall Street Journal. Prosecutors have requested that Syed, who has spent over two decades behind bars while serving a life sentence, be given a new trial. Another sex crime conviction for a disgraced R&B singer R. Kelly. A federal jury in Chicago convicted R. Kelly Wednesday of producing child pornography and enticing girls for sex. After a months-long trial in his hometown, he's already been convicted in federal court in Brooklyn in a similar case. Prosecutors won convictions on six of the 13 counts. Kelly in the past has maintained his innocence. Fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. I gave y'all 30 years of my fucking career. 
Robert. Jurors deliberated for two days over 11 hours. 77 WABC News Time, 515. Justin Ellis here with sports. Uh, now i got to follow up R. Kelly. That's really All good. Right, well, Robert, Robert, You please. can do it. Robert. All right. But I'm, I'm not Robert. I'm Justin Ellick here with your early news sports. Justin, <laughs> Please. Yesterday, we started with the good news from the Diamond. Today, we'll start with the bad as the Mets get swept by the 61-82 and Chicago Cubs after a 6-3 loss in the series finale last night. The Mets are now back to under 500 for the month and should be counting their lucky stars. The Braves couldn't pull out a win in San Fran or they'd be looking up at them in the NL East. Starter David Peterson was really something else on the bump for the Mets, mowing down uh, one batter before surrendering six runs in the opening frame and getting pulled shortly thereafter. Tomas Nito and Pete Alonso went deep for New York, but it wouldn't be enough as the Mets will try and rebound against yet another bottom feeder in the Pittsburgh Pirates. Game one of a four-game set is scheduled for 7.20 p.m. tonight. Carlos Carrasco set to take the hill against Pittsburgh's JT Brubaker. Now for the good news, as the Yankees maintain their six-game lead in the AL East for their fourth straight win in the form of a 5-3 to victory over the rival Red Sox, Aaron Judge did not homer, but Gleyber Torres sort of did as he sent a uh, would-be RBI single to right field in the fifth inning to break a scoreless tie before the Sox decided to throw the ball around and allow Torres to come all the way around for the three-run Little League homer. Line drive, it's a base hit to right field. Charging is for Dugo. He comes up throwing. Here comes Hicks. He'll score. Moving to third is Judge. And the throw gets by the first baseman Arroyo. Judge will score. Here comes Labor Torres, he's coming home, and the throw is not in time. A little league three-run home run, and it's three-nothing Yankees. Whew, I'm out of breath just listen to that. That call courtesy of the Yes Network. Torres had three hits on the evening as he's eaten up at exactly the right time, and the Yanks complete the two-game sweep at Fenway. They'll grab a breather tonight before heading out to Milwaukee for some interleague action with the Brewers. And looking ahead to tonight, week two of the NFL season set to get underway with the L.A. Chargers in Kansas City to battle the Chiefs. Kickoff is scheduled for 8.15 p.m. Eastern time, and the Chiefs are four-point favorites. For more sports content, follow 77 WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Here with your early news sports update, I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. That sounded like Michael K on steroids. How about that? My goodness, what energy. Five-minute call. Wowee. All right. (laughs) Continuing on what we reported earlier here on the 77 WABC Early News Talks are continuing in hopes of avoiding a national rail strike tomorrow. Here's 77 WABC's Bob Brown. The first national rail strike in 30 years could start Friday unless a new contract can be hammered out. National Association of Manufacturers President Jay Timmons. This goes south and uh, we see a strike. It could be devastating for manufacturers. It could be devastating for consumers. Amtrak has already canceled a number of its long-distance trains this week and said the rest of its long-distance trains would stop today ahead of the strike deadline. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WBC Early Morning News. The Brooklyn mother who is accused of drowning her three children at a beach on Coney Island now charged with murder. 30-year-old Erin Murdy was charged Wednesday with three counts of murder in connection with the deaths of her seven, four, and three-month-old children. On Tuesday, the medical examiner said the three children died by drowning and their deaths were ruled a homicide. Police say they have video of Murdy walking the children calmly to the ocean in the middle of the night. For each victim, she is charged with murder, murder with depraved indifference to human life, and murder with victims under 11 years old. Authorities are looking into whether postpartum depression that led to postpartum psychosis could have played a role. Murdy has no documented history of psychiatric problems, but the family has made statements insisting she was taking antidepressants and was off of her medication. 
The lifeless bodies of her three children identified as seven-year-old Zachary, four-year-old Liliana, and three-month-old Oliver were found on the shoreline of a Coney Island beach following an extensive search. Police are looking for the man who randomly knocked out a high school student with a brick. This happened in Chelsea. 18-year-old Ethan Maddie told CBS2 Wednesday that he was sitting on some steps just eating lunch and has no memory of what happened. So this is where the broken orbital is and the broken sinus. Uh, laceration outside and inside the lip. It kind of all happened and I woke up in the hospital. Somebody saw nine of what happened and called 911. Maddie suffered some brain bleeding, but his doctors told him his prognosis is good. Out on Long Island, a 19-year-old was shot and killed near a McDonald's on Long Island Wednesday afternoon at 340 Pennsylvania Boulevard in Hempstead. Police say a 19-year-old who'd been hanging out in the parking lot area with friends was shot multiple times after unidentified individuals came up from behind him and opened fire. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Police have indicated that they believe the shooting was targeted, but say it's too early to say if it's gang-related. So far, no arrests. Scott Cohn, a 38-year-old officer with the 90th Police Precinct in Brooklyn, jumped to his death on Monday night from the Throgs Neck Bridge in the Bronx into the East River. A friend told the DailyMail.com that the officer was not happy with his work, but added that it was no reason to take his own life. Officer Cohn was a vocalist for the NYPD and was often asked to perform his rendition of God Bless America. On average, four to five NYPD officers commit suicide every year. But in 2019, that number doubled to 10. 77 WABC News Time 522. We now have your financial report with Lou Dobbs. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. I'm Ryan Lang in for Lou Dobbs. August retail sales out today. Amazon sued for price gouging in California. Ford looking to catch Tesla in the EV rates. Wall Street looking to build on yesterday's model. Modest rebound. All three major indexes were higher, bouncing back slightly from Tuesday's sell-off, the worst day on the market in years. Investors aren't expecting much of a boost from August retail data that's due today. Economists are forecasting a stagnant report. Consumers still spending cautiously as inflation worries persist. Tesla pumping the brakes on an EV battery plant in Germany. The company has been exploring producing its own EV batteries in Texas. Now Tesla looking to qualify for U.S. electric vehicle tax credits. Meanwhile, Ford asking its nearly three thousand dealers to invest about a million dollars each in upgrades to sell electric vehicles yesterday compass minerals international announced it's using lithium extraction technology to help ford build its ev batteries the detroit automaker looking to compete with tesla on the ev market please join lou several times each weekday right here on 77 wabc this is the lou dobbs financial report keep listening for more to 77 wabc for the lou dobbs financial report Checking futures, the Dow up 44 points at 31,295. The S&P has risen three and a quarter points. The NASDAQ down five points. And crude oil this morning up 12 cents a barrel at $88.60. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. 
Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The WABC Early News. 77 WABC News Time, 524. New developments now in the sexual harassment saga against former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Accusations of wrongdoing that led to his resignation Wednesday. One of Cuomo's 11 accusers has filed a federal lawsuit against Cuomo and some of his top staffers. The civil suit being brought by Cuomo's former executive assistant, Charlotte Bennett, one of the first women to come forward. This case could cost Cuomo millions of dollars in legal fees, but it may not come out of his own pocket. Blair Horner, executive director of the New York Public Interest Research Group, spoke to CBS 6 in Albany. What is uh, not rare in this case is the fact that uh, presumably the governor will be using his campaign finance funds to pay for his legal defenses. That is what you see often uh, is elected officials using their campaign finance funds for what would be to the average person an odd thing to do. Under state law, though, Cuomo can use some of the $18 million in campaign funds he still had when he left office to pay for his defense. It is something Horner says he's been working to change for years. A civil lawsuit filed by Bennett's legal team in the state Southern District accuses Cuomo of sexual harassment, discrimination, and retaliation in violation of New York's human rights law. According to this filing, Bennett is seeking punitive damages and legal fees in an amount to be determined at trial. Well, the future uncertain for the crumbling Central Park Boathouse, despite a multi-million dollar investment proposal. New York City actually turned down a $6 million offer by billionaire investor Andrew Merstein to upgrade and save the doomed lakeside restaurant, according to the New York Post. Now, under Merstein's proposal, Longtime operator Dean Pohl would continue to manage the famed eatery, which Pohl plans to close on October 16th due to unsustainable labor and licensing costs. And Pohl told the New York Post that Merstein's capital improvements, including a redesigned outdoor bar, some outdoor public toilets, and an overhaul of the boathouse's parking lot, would make it a jewel box and even a greater amenity for New York City. And sources said that other bidders for the boathouse License include well-heeled venue catering powerhouses, Legends Hospitality, which provides food and beverage service at Yankee Stadium and also One World Trade Center. Well, New York City's off-Broadway week. It's almost here. Jacqueline Carl has a story. Everybody say lovers will love this. New York City Off-Broadway Week is almost upon us. You can get two tickets for the price of one. Each ticket is actually 50% off and you can only buy two tickets per purchase and see your favorite Off-Broadway shows. New York City Off-Broadway Week runs September 26th through October 9th. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Jacqueline Carl. 77 WABC News Time 529. If you missed the top five at five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website at WABCRadio.com. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.